Hey there, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to the Grace for a Journey podcast. If you're new, welcome on in. So glad that you are here. We're in Matthew 21. Now, here's what's going on. Jesus's life is coming to an end. He is winding down. He's about to go into Jerusalem. We're going to look at that today, at least the first part of that today. And he's about to enter what we call his time of passion or his time of suffering. This is where he's going to be betrayed. He's going to be mocked. He's going to be scourged. That means beat with a whip. And then eventually he'll die on the cross for your sins and mine. So this is the time we're marching toward. And we're marching toward it really fast. So in Matthew 21, what we're going to do, we're just going to walk through this. I want to read it and just make some comments and, and see how God's word would impact us today. Because I really believe it's God's will to impact us with his word each and every day. So here's what's going to happen. Uh, in Matthew 21, here's what goes on. Now, when they drew near to Jerusalem and came to Bethphage, on to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus sent two disciples saying to them, now go into the village in front of you. And, and so let me stop right there. So they're moving into this area called the Mount of Olives. And it is a mount. It's, a, it's an elevated area. And if you look down from the Mount of Olives, you can see Jerusalem and villages around Jerusalem. So it's a pretty high spot, as much as high spots go around Jerusalem. And so they're up on this hill and Jesus said, go into the villages immediately. That's in front of you. And you immediately will find a donkey tied and a colt with them. Untie them and bring them to me. So Jesus says, you're going to go into this town. You're going to find a donkey and a colt tied up together. Untie them. Bring them to me. And this is what he says. Now, if anyone says anything to you, you shall say, the Lord needs them. And he will send them at once. So Jesus said, go. he's not saying go steal a donkey and a colt. <laughs> now, there, there have been some people that have said, Jesus is telling these guys to walk into town and steal somebody's animals. That is not it. Notice what he says. If they ask you, Tell them the Lord has need, and they will send them immediately. Jesus, because he's all God and all man, at this point, as he always was, important note, he is all God. He knew what was going to happen. So he sent him down there. And, and so in verse 4, it says, this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet, saying, okay, now here's a prophecy. Jesus did this with full awareness, knowing the prophecies pertaining to him, right? Because he is the Messiah. And this is the prophecy. Say to the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a beast of burden. So here's what's going on. Jesus is saying, go down and get this, this colt, this donkey, bring him up to me. Why? Because there's a prophecy that has to be fulfilled. Jesus knew, obviously better than anyone else because he's all God, that there were 60 specific prophecies concerning his Messiahship. Now, many of them were out of his control, place of birth, situations around him. A lot of them he had, you know, they just, God had to orchestrate them to make them true, and he did. But this is the one where Jesus was cognizant of, and he says, hey, look, I am the Messiah. I am the Son of God. This has to be done a specific way, so don't go down and get this donkey. Bring it up to me. Now, he said he did this to fulfill uh, an Old Testament prophecy. Actually, there are two prophecies, one in Isaiah 62, one in Zechariah 9, that refer to this point of Jesus riding on a donkey or on a colt coming into the city. Now, think about that. That was anywhere from 800 to 1,100 years prior to this event. Jesus said, I'm going to do this to fulfill this prophecy. It is an amazing thing. Now, the second thing you got to note is there was a theory that really sort of came to prominence probably about 19 and 1920s, and it was called the adopted sonship idea of the Messiah. In other words, so here was the thing. 
A theologian said Jesus really didn't know who he was or what he was, but because he lived a good moral life and a decent life, God, as Jesus was dying on the cross, adopted him as a son and allowed him to die for the sins of the people. But Jesus lived in sort of an unawareness type situation of his messiahship throughout his life. And there's really people who believe this. But clearly in this text, Jesus knew who he was, what he was about, and what his mission was. Then it goes on and says this. It says, Then the disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and a colt, put, it, put their cloaks on them, and sat him on it. Most of the crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from trees and spread them on the road. And the crowds that went uh, before him followed him, shouting, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when he entered the Jerusalem, the whole city stood up saying, Who is this? And the crowd said, this is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth. So here's what Jesus is saying. I have come to fulfill prophecy. And that prophecy is to die on the cross to redeem the world of their sins. If you know Christ today, you've experienced that. But if you haven't, you can right now. So just pray this. Just pray, Lord, it's me. Thank you for hearing my prayer. Jesus, I'm sorry that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of my sin. Change my heart from the inside out. Jesus, I declare you Lord of my life. I believe you resurrected from the grave on the third day. And I place my faith and trust in you alone for salvation. Thank you for hearing my prayer. Well, if you prayed that and meant it, the Bible says you're born again. And guess what's just happened? You have found grace for heaven and heaven and grace for your journey today. We'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.